With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome to our show. This is the Christie's Infinite Love Talk Radio. And we hope you all are having a good day and it's going well for you. And we want to spend the next hour conversating with each other and you, the listener. We welcome your calls and emails, so please go ahead and call us at 1-347-215-8305. That's right. Sit back and relax, y'all, and let's have some fun. Okay, for those of you that tuned in on the last show, you would know that my wife Jackie got to interview me and ask some questions. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, baby. She she fired on me, y'all, asking me from embarrassing moments to any and everything on the basketball court. But, by the way, she did not tell me what she was going to ask me, and that took me by a little bit of surprise since we've been <laughs> married so long. I thought she might give me some hints or something, but, oh, uh, no, she was tight-lipped about the whole thing. But that's okay because, in turn, I'm going to interview her, and she has no idea what I'm going to ask. Yeah, that's what he's saying, you guys. So, honey, I don't know. you got to be kidding me. What are you going to do? No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm about to fire on you and ask you some questions, and I want to see how you're going to answer them. okay listen up so my first question is something that i've always wanted to know what What was your first thought when you met me oh no see that ain't fair that is cold honey you want me to you want me to yes please come on give it to me okay my first thought when i met you i was like he's so sweet he's so nice you gotta be that's it come on now come on (laughs) Okay, really, I thought, wow, he is so fine. But guess what, though? Remember, I saw all them women standing around you, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, he might have one of these, might be his girlfriend. So, actually, I was kind of like, he's fine, but, you know, nice meeting you, but I'll see you later. Well, thank you, baby. My pleasure. No, the pleasure is all mine. It's all mine. (laughs) Okay, now, where do we rate our show? Or did we rate it for everybody? Because we got to stay on track. No, we rated it PG, but I can't be romantic <laughs> with my wife. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, no, you can't after the show. Now get back to the interview. Remember, you got some more questions for me, and I want to know what they are. I'm not letting you off the hook that easy. You didn't answer the question. Come on, you're going to have to elaborate with okay. me just a tad bit, just oh, a little okay, bit. Okay, I see you going. You're doing me wrong. You know you're doing me wrong, but that's okay. It's okay. everybody out there that's listening, all of our callers, you guys, just bear with me. Okay. I thought when I saw you, wow, he is fine. I never dated nobody that tall before. I wonder what it's like to like kiss him and stuff. Okay, that's it. I ain't giving you no more. That's all you get. All right, all right. I guess that, that was pretty good, but we'll, let, let's get back on track. What I'm thinking here for this question is, what is your favorite movie of all time? All time. Not not right now, all time. Think about it. Okay. Come on. Um, Let me see. Give it a... I would have to say Scarface. That is my absolute favorite movie. I told you, I was only kidding. <laughs> I was it. only kidding. You know, Scarface is a good movie. I, I like I like Scarface. What did you like about that movie? Well, you know, it encompassed everything. It, you know, it was, you know, exciting. It had the gangster, you know, theme to it. It had the fly clothes. You remember how she, you know, she was fashion. dressed all nice. She had the fashion, the cars, you know, okay. and just the whole anticipation of what was going to happen next. But I think the ending when it said the world is yours, Ooh. that was the ultimate. Because it, you know, it was so sad of how it all came down, and then the climax was the world is yours, but you really don't even get to enjoy it because of the lifestyle you chose to lead. So I took the message out of it, but I really enjoyed Scarface. And now the leg, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that was a good one. I like that. Okay. So here's one question that I know a lot of people probably wouldn't ask you. This is something that this more for me, but the listeners are going to love to hear too. Is what is your favorite time of the day? Tell me that. What's your favorite time of the day? I would have to say my favorite time of the day is definitely the evening. And and I know what people's thinking, and it's not even like that. I would say it's the evening because 
that is when you get to unwind. You get to settle down, put your kids to bed if you got kids, y'all, and you get to rest. You get to dinner's put away, kitchen's clean, you all showered up and fresh and ready to lay down and get some really good sleep or whatever your night entails. But you just get to really unwind. And, you know, I like CNN. We can turn on us some Animal Planet or me and my husband watch History Channel or any of those, Discovery those are all educational, very interesting. Well, you know, lately we've gotten caught up on kind of like the first 48 hours and those kind of <laughs> homicide shows. You know, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, what murderers are thinking. I mean, this is kind of like morbid, I know, but it's just interesting to see the mind of a killer because we are two people that really um, – are kind of fearful, you know, that somebody's going to... No, I'm just kidding. No, we, 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 well, I'm just playing. We really like... I like the evening, honey, um, because that's the unwind time, and I get to rest because I work so hard during the day. You will say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, here's one that I know... That, now, you ain't got no idea. You may be a little shy on this one, but, you know, bear with me. Come on, give it to me because I want to know because if I need to go find him, then I need to go find him. But what I want to know is how old was you, and do you remember who it was when you experienced your first kiss. <laughs> you are just really betting the 100, aren't you? <laughs> Come on, um, first kiss. Mm. I would have to say that I was the age of 12, and it just was not a good experience. See, I was a tomboy, honey, as you know, growing up. And so when a boy pecked me on my cheek, it was just the most disgusting, repulsive thing. So <laughs> it's something I don't want to remember, but I was 12 years old. Next question. No, no, I just, one more just to kind of <laughs> fill in there. Did mom know? No, my mom didn't know. She didn't think. I told she my mom, does my know. Mom still, no, listen, my mom still thinks that babies are, they come by the stork. Oh, get out I of want here. her to feel that way. When, as far as I'm concerned, because, you know, we got, you know, nine kids. But my babies came from the stork, period. Okay, okay. There, okay. there you go. Last time All I right. checked, there was no stork involved. But anyway, <laughs> okay, here we go. Now, lastly, mm-hmm. I want to know everybody uh, heck with it, everybody wants to know. I know they want to know this one. <laughs> don't don't what? even. No, come on, let me. Okay. Can I, can I, okay. Can I okay. spit it? Okay, here we go. What was going through your mind when Rick Fox and I got into that fight and you came running in with I a handbag? Come on. I knew it. What, I knew it. What was it? I, I knew you You've answered just a million times, but, you know, this is us. We okay. talking here. I mean, you know, okay. I know what okay. I wanted to be going through your mind, okay. but tell me. Come on. All right. I'm going to tell you. I. I was thinking, oh, my God, oh, hell no, somebody is trying to mess with my husband. And in a way, it just, it happened, it flashed before me, it was a fight, I knew that my, I knew you were involved, and my first instinct was to run. So as I'm running, because I'm walking fast, and I see, you know, him come running around the corner, and I didn't know if you saw him at that point, then I just saw you and him start fighting, and so I started wrapping my purse around my hand to get it ready because I knew this is going to be my weapon that I'm going to have to use to get him up oh, off of my husband. So I'm running towards you guys, and I rear back. And as I rear back, I remember my sneakers candy bar, my favorite candy bar in the whole world, fleeing out of my purse and hitting the floor. So I'm mad now. I'm going to tear him up. But then your teammates grabbed me. Okay. Well, if you would have got if you got close enough, would you have went ahead and connected? Them? Oh, I think so. And I hate to say that because now since you and Rick are, you know, you guys have talked and everything, no disrespect to him or anybody, you know, his family, nobody. But at that moment in time, I would have definitely connected. I was connecting the legs, back of knees, head, shoulders, whatever, because <laughs> I just wanted him off of you because we are not a family that condones violence. Let me make that clear right now to everybody. But when your mate is in something like that, your instinct, your natural instinct, as if it was your child or your parents or your animal or whatever, you're going to go and you're going to try and help wherever you can because I knew my husband could handle his own, but at the same time, you're not thinking. You're just thinking, oh, my God, it's a fight, and I need to go and see what's up. Okay. Uh, so what you're saying is if, if it would have been our dog, Rasta, fighting another pit bull, you'd have just jumped No, I would have stood there and yelled, get him, Rasta. <laughs> okay, look <listen> here. <laughs> no, I wasn't jumping in that. No. Okay, well, you know that sounds like infinite love, baby, all day long. I do appreciate it. Why, thank you very much, honey, and I agree with you. Okay, well, look here. Speaking of the Lakers and basketball, that brings me to our next topic, the always ever-exciting and captivating in-your-face sports segment. And you know what? To all of the folks, sports enthusiasts out there, I know that you don't want to share your thoughts, so you can come on, join us, call in, 317 215 
317-215-8305. Again, that's 317-215-8305. Yes, we are waiting for your call. we got a couple of callers on the line. Seems like people kind of want to be quiet and just chill and listen to the show, and that's great. That's fantastic. We're just happy you guys are tuning in and, you know, enjoying this time with us. Okay, well, let's uh, let's talk some sports. And at this point, I think that no better way. Let's stay in Los Angeles. Let's stay with the Lakers. Uh-oh. And we're going to discuss the facts of Kobe leaving. That means packing his bags and getting out of Tinseltown. What now, do you that's think about so strange that? to be discussing him ever leaving the Lakers. I mean, God, he's been there forever. Yeah, you, you know, it's kind of crazy talking about it, but... Uh, for him getting out of there, it, it would be hard for the Lakers to get something in return, and I, I just see them ultimately trying to hold on to him and working it out. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, but I, at the same time, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to pretend like I'm a basketball player or anything of the sort, but I do know this for a fact, that Kobe has brought a lot to that team, and it was kind of like when you left the Kings. You know, you have helped bring a lot of things to that team, right along with, you know, our best, best buddy Chris and all the rest of those guys, and when he left – same thing. So when you start breaking up a nucleus like that, I think, and, you know, when Shaq left and went to Miami, I think that's when it all started going downhill because they had such a tight, mm-hmm. close-knit nucleus that worked for so many years and got them all those championships. So it's unfortunate. And knowing Kobe, as we do, you know, me just in passing and saying hello, he just seems like to be a really humble and good guy, you know, as far as on the court. So, you know, it's it's just too bad that him and the fans are having the issues that they're having. So. You know, I'm hoping that they can work it out, honey. I'm ooh. I mean, it's going to be weird to not see Kobe Bryant in a Laker uniform. It's weird enough to see him with number 24 on his back. But, oh, is that the number? Yeah, instead oh. of eight. But I would say the L.A. being as, as star-studded with all the stars and what have you from, you know, when Magic was playing, Kareem was playing, all of those people, to try to, to get something for him that's going to bring a star to replace him, that's going to be so difficult. And I, I don't think that ultimately the fans are going to settle for less because last night I know you didn't watch, baby, but I was watching and I've seen some comments that Magic Johnson made and he made a great point. And he was saying that the Lakers fans, they're, they're so upset and they're so mad and people don't understand why they're so mad. But then he said you have to understand that the fans in L.A. have supported him through growing pains that's early right. in his career that's to the right. Colorado situation to the situation with Shaq leaving and now to ask to leave, they kind of felt slapped in the face. And you can you can understand that. So I, I don't really particularly see him leaving. And at the same time, last night watching the Suns play the Lakers, mm-hmm. I saw truly the way that that team can play. And to to Kobe's credit, if this is something that Michael Jordan went through, and and luckily he went through it with Phil Jackson, is the fact that he had to convince Michael Jordan to trust his teammates. And that's what ultimately, I think, turned Michael Jordan. Obviously, the man was the best player that ever played, very talented. But he turned him into a really superstar when he learned how to take that team and lead his team to a championship. And I think that if Kobe can entrust his teammates, go out there on a night-in-and-night basis, and they can contribute the way that they contributed last night, sky's the limit because, you know, bar none, skill-wise, the man is at the top of the league as far as that goes. I definitely agree with you, honey, but, you know, it's going to be a trip, and whoever gets him is definitely going to be getting an asset. You know, there's so many trades and stuff right now, trade rumors out there. It's going to be surprising. They got Ron Artest back in the news again as well, saying that he may be going somewhere. So, you know, it's just it's going to be amazing to see how these teams, you know, pull everything together, especially before the trade deadline, and that's around the time they start gauging whether they're going to need, you know, help or whatever, and then they start realizing, did I make a mistake and got rid of some of my – Excellent talent, or what? You know? Yeah. Well, let, let's go then to our hometown. This is something that I know you can speak on. Is what do you think about the Sonics moving? What do you think about that? I definitely think that that is a is scary. I, I don't know what in the world they are thinking right now. We really need our team here. We grew up watching the Sonics. I mean, what are we going to do if they leave? I wish they wouldn't have never even sold the team if it was going to be this type of stuff happening and going on now now what you're talking about uh, when we were working out last night tyrone and i was was talking about it and it was like call into sports radio and tell these people because 
I think that people are getting upset at this owner not understanding that he understands that it's a business and it's a business decision. What we should be focusing on more, in, in my opinion, is the fact that our Starbucks guy, Starbucks created right here in Seattle, all the support in the world, made this man so much money, sold the team. He should have never sold the team. He should have kept the team, and right. we should be going down there to Starbucks Arena. That's that's how I look at it. And the, the the biggest and best coffee house in the whole wide world is where the Sonics should be playing right now. But it looks like that they will be the Oklahoma Sonics, which sounds real corny because that doesn't really <laughs> – I'm not digging that. And hopefully, because he, he just said today that he's going to move the team, and there's a group here that wants to buy the team at the same time. But you know what? He said – the team is not for sale. What? That's yes. what he said? Yeah, and actually blunt like that. He said it, you know, with that uh, Oklahoma draw. Look here, the team not for sale, boy, okay? Oh, my God. We're not even going to go <laughs> oh, there. he's serious. He's yeah. serious. Well, you know, I mean, there it goes again. When you have to make a decision on, you know, where's your integrity and character. A lot of these fans here have bought season tickets, so, <clears throat> you know, they're going to be expected to come and, Sit and watch, but knowing that the team may not be here, it may end up affecting them and their support of the team. I know he did leave a comment um, that I was reading earlier that said, I am going to provide the team and the management and everyone with all the tools necessary to have a good ball club. So at least he's thinking in terms of let me make sure that however long they're in Seattle, they're able to do what they need to do. Yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed. But staying with the teams, what do you think about a team moving to Las Vegas, Nevada? Now that right there is going to be very interesting. You know, you got the gambling, you got the all of the different, you know, extracurricular activities that goes on in, in Las Vegas. Everything so, that's in Vegas stays yeah, in Vegas. That's, that's what right. They say. Okay. It does, but they also have a lot of distractions. So if you're talking about you don't want gambling around the league and you don't want um, excessive things around the league, <laughs> it might be a great idea. But then again, it might be kind of hard to get the guys to understand that yes, you are in a big playground, but but you have to make sure that you're you don't know, get on the jungle gym. Yeah, don't don't do that. Okay. And and but I think you know you know the people that started this and that's really driving this is our just like family members is our close friends the Maloops. So if they have a you know petition out or if they have anything, we definitely should vote for them to put the team there because I think that would be great. But they're going to need to have a lot of counseling, a lot of different. Um, outreach programs so the players understand that, you know, yeah, have fun, enjoy yourself. You're here, it's it's here for the you know, for everybody to enjoy, but just make sure that you are making good choices. Yeah. Well I know that gambling is big and I know that it's gonna be big this weekend because Patriots and the Colts play. Now, I know, well, you might have been sneaking and watching football, so if you have, you would know this, that the Patriots and the Colts are both undefeated. So what we're looking at right now in the midseason is a pre, well, they can't meet in the Super Bowl, but a, a Super Bowl showdown. So why don't you tell me who you have between the Patriots and the Colts on Sunday winning? What do you got? But well, I, I would definitely say the Colts. Now, I don't know much about football, but okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I like the clothing that they wear. <laughs> I like the, the big fighters they have on their front line. Oh, I'm get out the of Colts here. all you day long. Fuck. But, wow. you know, people going to say, she don't know what she's talking about, but I'm going to tell you guys, really, don't be surprised if you sit there and you look up on Sunday and the Colts is the triumph. Okay, so then you have the Colts winning the Super Bowl is what you're saying. I have the Colts definitely winning the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I'm going to have to go against you. I, I, I'm going to say this. The, I think that the Patriots are going to beat the Colts. What? Uh, or, excuse me, the Patriots are not going to beat the Colts. What I'm saying here is the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. I think that the loser of this weekend's game is going to be the one that wins the Super Bowl. Yes. So that would say that the Colts are going to beat the Patriots, and you are correct. How about that? <laughs> I would say I'm extremely excited that I'm correct. Well, we got an email from someone that's saying Uh-oh. absolutely wrong, Jackie Christie. Uh-oh. The coach is not going to be the winner, so you really need to do some homework. And I'm thinking, why are you guys going to do me like that? Uh-oh. Why are you going to do me like that? I'm not supposed to know who's going to win this football game. See, Holly Robinson, Pete, is supposed to know <laughs> who's going to win the football game. See, she wrote a book on that, and she's very knowledgeable, I hear, in that area. Yeah, f- football is uh, big in the Pete household. It's big here. <laughs> it's just that you're not watching it because uh, Douglas and I are watching it, and you do not let Douglas. Well, yeah, no, he no can watch it. He Douglas. can watch football, but he can't play it. And the only reason I say that is he's so little right now that I'm afraid. Now, when he gets big and he's this big guy, and I think that he could be 
safe out there, then I might change it. Oh, there is no safe in football. As soon as you step out there on the football field, you are free game. That's, oh. There's no question about that. Well, I, I'm excited. I'm really, really pumped to see what happens on Sunday. And, honey, actually, I, I missed who you have. Do you have the Colts with me? Are you yes, I, actually, I do have the Colts because I mm-hmm. think that the loser of that game is going to win the Super Bowl. That, mm-hmm. That's my prediction. So I, that would be saying that the Patriots are going to lose and the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. And I think that looking at the Patriots, Randy Moss was the biggest pickup in the offseason. You know, they go from them saying, and when I say them, we're talking about the press saying all this stuff about Randy Moss and maybe he's washed up and this and that. Get out of here. Is that what they're saying? That's what they were trying to say, and then all of a sudden he blew up onto the scene. Tom Brady started dropping them bombs to him, and he's in the super, he's in the end zone celebrating. So, uh, yeah, definitely hats off to Randy Moss and go on and get you that ring, man. Go on ahead and get you uh, that we ring. We would be really, 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 really remiss to not talk about. Let's talk about Barry Bonds and a little bit of baseball. Come on now. Well, we got Alex Rodriguez claiming over a quarter of a million dollars to even talk to Billion. Himself. Billion. Th- See, you, it don't even sound right. Billion. Over a quarter of a million. Damn. They want $350 million to talk to him. So I think, though, I think that's a good move because Alex Rodriguez is arguably the best baseball player in the game. That's a cold conversation. If you want to speak to me, you need to come $350 million. Is that what they got? Or, or we can't even talk. Wow. Well, you know, the Yankees, you know, they're going to make that. So it shouldn't be a problem with paying that because he's going to make their ball club. But, you know, some people say, well, they haven't won yet. He really hasn't proven that he's, you know, a player that should command that type of salary. But I argue with that because if you're the best, then that's what you're supposed to get paid, just like a movie actor. You know, if you're supposedly the best and you have an Oscar, then there's a certain salary you command and, you know, people should really adhere to that, I guess. No, I I definitely agree with that because – of the fact that there are so many great players, and you can go down the list of players who got paid tremendous amounts of money but never won an NBA ring or a Super Bowl or any of that stuff. So that doesn't really dictate. It dictates what the market says, and if the market says uh, $350 million, well, damn, give the man his money, okay? That's right. Thank That's you right. very much. I, I totally agree. And I want to give a shout-out at this time Uh-oh. to some couples out there, Uh-oh. Um, some of these couples being – um, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever you may be at the time, but some close friends of ours, we want to give a shout-out to Laisha and Jeff Weber. You guys is wonderful. You guys are sweet. We, we we missing y'all, so keep it together. Keep on loving each other. Much respect. We want to congratulate John and Jane, and you know who you are. You got married today. Congratulations from the Christie family. Keep doing it big, John. You know, marry her every year for That's Your Queen. And, you know, there's so many other couples out there that we really could uh, sit here and it would take all day to tell everybody. But all you couples out there that we don't personally know, but you guys are staying together and putting love first, we just wanted to just definitely commend you on that and tell you, you know, talk to us, holler at us. We love talking to other couples and networking with people that's doing the same things that we're doing. No question. That's beautiful, baby. And this is... uh... The time where, what are we going to give away today? Talk to me. Today, um, for our contest, we have a contest on every show. And today we're doing it a little earlier than normal, but our contest today is the first person to call in or email us at the chat room. The answer to this question wins a Jackie and Doug Christie. It's called the Christie's Uncut DVD. Tell me about it. And the DVD was comprised as a comedy, first of all, that Mr. Christie directed. We wrote it together, and we starred in it, and we have our daughter Chantel in it as well, and our mother and different family members and friends and just actors and actresses, and it's a lot of fun. It's off the chain. It is a spoof of what's been said about us in the media. But I'm not going to tell you more than that. It's awesome. Anybody interested in picking up the DVD, feel free to go to JackieChristie.com. And you can get it there, or you can go to Amazon.com and put in the Christie's Uncut, or you can get it at a number of different places. And at this time, I also want to mention to you, we do have our book. A lot of people said, would you please say where we can get your book? And so I want to make sure I don't forget, you can pick our book up at any bookstore worldwide. It is available worldwide. It's also available on Amazon, and it ships the same day. And it's available on our website, which is JackieChristie.com on my husband's website, DougChristie.com, and on our publishing site, which is InfiniteLovePublishing.com. Oh, and one last place, we do have a MySpace. Go there, 
sign up, become our friend. We'll keep you up to breast on everything that's going on. And um, this is the contest. So the first person to email me gets to win it. And what is the question for the emailers out there? The question, have to is, the question is, what is Jackie's favorite time of the day? And I know my husband will I know, me. I know, I know. Can I answer? I, I was going to I know he knows because he was listening. So I hope that you all was listening and you're ready to answer that question. And, um, you know, me and Doug, we've been married now for 13 years, and we love sharing our story with you guys. And we get a lot of questions on how do you make marriage work. And so we wanted to spend a little time on that today, definitely just talking about commitment, and I'll let my husband take that. Okay, well, well, first of all, you, you put her in a headlock. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm kidding. just kidding. I would, I would say that communication is the, is the biggest key, baby, and that's what I've come to understand. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I learned a lot of that from my wife in the, in the realms of not of love but of understanding that a woman wants to be talked to, wants to be communicated with on a different level than a lot of the times than uh, us men communicate. It's uh, a lot easier, I won't say uh, caveman-like, but we're, we're very simple when it comes to communication, whereas women are, are a little bit more in-depth, would you say, baby? I would definitely say, and my husband couldn't have said it better. I think I speak for all women. You know, they, they have this, you know, joke out there that says, oh, women always want to talk. They want to talk, 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 talk. But, you know, it's true. But I think as um, instinctual, we are caregivers and nurturers. And so we're always telling our babies from the time they're born or kids or whoever, tell me, talk to mommy, tell me what's going on, what's wrong, how can I help? So we look at that in our relationship as well, not as the men or babies. So let me clear that up right now because all the people out there that want to jump and run and say, Jackie said me and his babies. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, my husband is my baby, but not in that term. He's my baby, my honey, my sweetie, my sugar bear, my soulmate, my sexy, my all that. Okay, so let's get that clear right now because you heard it from the horse's mouth. But I do want to say <laughs> that <laughs> that it is a natural thing for us women to want to nurture our relationships, our husbands, our mates, whatever. And men out there, just listen to me. If you could take a few minutes out of your busy day, because I know you guys are busy and you got all this stuff to go that goes on in your day and all this you got to get done, but nothing is more important than what your female, your queen, your woman, your wife has to say to you. If it's something on her mind, no matter how big or small, sit down and take 10 minutes. Say, okay, I compromise with you then. I can't give you an hour, sweetie, but I can give you 15 minutes. How about that? And you can say whatever you want to me. I won't interrupt you. I won't lecture you. I won't badger you. I will listen to what you have to say because you are important to me. And those words go a long way. And my husband says them to me, and I'm going to tell you, he wasn't always, you know, that communicative. He always wanted to talk, but it was about what he was talking about, see, because my husband runs the show. (laughs) So it was about you either going, you know, it's my way or the highway type of attitude. And as we got to know each other and he got comfortable in his own skin and I got comfortable in mine and our relationship progressed, things changed. And they have always been in the utmost respectable manner ever since day one of our marriage. And I, I really want you guys to understand, I'm feeling a little melancholy right now, but I really want you to understand how special it is to have someone that got your back the way he has mine and I have his, and that no matter what we've been through and what we face out there and no matter what people say, it does not change how we feel about each other and how we care for one another. Because at one time, I will admit to you guys, I had never been with a man that was a celebrity, so to speak, that the world knew who he was and you know, until I met Doug. And then once we started dating and he was respectful to me, and the media attacked, I didn't know what to think. I thought, oh, my God, he ain't going to want to be together or nothing. And to see him stand there, and he was more man then than than anybody I've ever seen because he said there ain't nothing going to change the way that I feel about you and my family and our kids, and we're going to be together. Forget what they have to say. They're naysayers. And in years, they'll see. Time will tell. Time will show them how weak supposedly I am. And so I'm saying that for you guys out there. As a woman, I'm telling you what women want, and it's not that hard. It don't cost anything. All you need to do is open up your heart and your mind and respect her as she's supposed to be respected. That's white, black, Chinese, every nationality under the sun. Nobody should be treated better than anybody else. And don't look at us African-American females as being hard to deal with and this and that. 
there is a certain level in which a woman should be treated with respect, and that's all we're asking for, and that's all you should be wanting to give. No, no question. I think that respect is at the at the top of the list because when you first of all you have self respect then you're going to mm-hmm. be able to mm-hmm. give your mate the respect but a lot of the times and I talk about it in the book baby a lot of the times I think this is my opinion what men get involved in and we have the problem is the ego thing the ego gets in the way you want to impress your boys you want to impress all of these people but ultimately the person that you need to be impressing the person that you need to be pushing and under making them understand where you're coming from is your mate on a day in and day out basis and i don't think when you look at it if if people sit down and you know i I like writing all the time so you you sit down and and think about it How, how many times do you give your mate a hug during the day how many times you know, and, and that's that's a question that definitely ask yourself. And it's hard, you know, especially with guys. You know, you have a, a, a ego, you know, and you're thinking, oh, I can't go up and just give her a hug. She might right. think I'm weak. She's not going to think you're weak. She's going to say, I love this man, yeah. and I'll do anything for this man. So, you know, as my husband said, go up and do that, you know. Tell yeah. her that you care about her. You guys, ladies out there, tell him that you care about him. You know, we always hear these songs that come on the radio and, you know, they're talking about relationships, and we love them. You know, Faith Evans got one out there, and it's, you know, tell your man that you love him and, you know, show him that he's the one. You know what I mean? And that's what we have to do as couples out here and as individuals. And if you say you're looking for that one special somebody, he's there. You just got to make sure you're opening up your eyes and you're doing your part, and he's doing his, and they're together you'll come together. got both people our part. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and we have a caller, and, and caller, we definitely want to hear what you have to say. Hello, hi. Hi. How are you guys? I'm Tiana Small, the vice columnist at Gawker. I want to introduce myself, and I'm author as well. Hello, Tiana. Hi. I wrote a book called Girl, Get Your Mind Right. So oh, right. i got to write that down. Hold on, everybody. Write it down, Jack. Write it down. Girl, get your mind right with a comma. Okay. And you get that as Amazon as well. But um, I was listening. I followed um, you, you guys' relationship because I, I used to have a similar relationship to you guys with the infinite love thing. It didn't quite work out, but, you know, I'm not mad about it or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I have a question for you, Jackie. Okay. Okay. Now, my question is, I always hear you talk about married couples and, like, couples in general. And I saw you on Tyra's show. You looked great, by the way. That poochie dress is smoking. I thought so, too. <laughs> and you look, you look nice, too, Doug. But um, my question okay. is for you, Jackie. How do you feel about single women? Like, I always hear you talk about couples and things of that nature. I just finished seeing the Why Did I Get Married, you know, the Tyler Perry movie. And they made us single heifers look so bad. I want to know, what are your thoughts about single women? Do you befriend single women? Are you old school like my mom's? Keep single (laughs) women out your house? What is your view on that? I definitely, I have so many friends that's single and friends that's looking for relationships, friends that's in relationships. I don't differentiate at all. I love women in general, and I want to see us all get what we deserve because I feel like we are queens, and all of us deserve to be treated with respect. We deserve to have that relationship, that special somebody, whether it's boyfriend, fiancé, you know, husband, whatever that is, best friend, whatever you want to call it, I definitely want us all to have that. So, no, I definitely love befriending anyone. And if I can give them advice, they email me on my MySpace, they email me directly. Mm-hmm. Some of them call the 1-800 number. However they need to reach me, they're reaching out, and I give them my advice, and I tell them, by no means am I telling you, trying to tell you how to run your life, but this is how I would handle it, and this is what I feel about it, and my thoughts on your relationship is such. So, yeah, definitely, I'm open to all that, and I really appreciate your question. Okay. And I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another question I want to know is, like, you know, you see how you and Doug's relationship is. And I heard the other guy from the last show call and was like, were you guys like this with other couples? I'm trying to say, like, because I'm new in the game as well. Like, you know, I'm getting a little fame now. And, you know, I'm starting to meet a lot of, you know, attractive celebrity males and things of that nature. Was there any time in your relationship when you guys were dating where you was like, you know what, this is just not going to work. But based on the fact he's a celebrity, you were a model as well, so you had a little notoriety as well. Maybe not as much as he did, but you had some kind of notoriety. When did you say, I cannot do this, and, like, you had to step back and see where he was going to do? Like, was he going to go after you? Um, you know, it was a time with that, but it was way before we got married. We, me and Doug met in 90. 
92. We was married in 96. We had a daughter in the interim, and we talk a lot about that in our book, too, Tiana. And I'm going to copy the book, definitely. Oh, thank you very much. It, um, it, it talks about how Doug wasn't ready. When he first met me, we, you know, it was like love at first sight for me. And Doug told his agent, like, within a week, he said, this, I think I found the one. And, of course, his agent, you know, because that's what the agents are supposed to do, he was like, oh, man, come on, you ain't even got to the NBA yet. You're young. Don't mm-hmm. even be talking like that. Haters. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Doug, that's affirmation to him he's being a male he hadn't got to the nba you know and then all of a sudden all that he got drafted a, a while after that money started coming at him all his buddies moved in with him they was kicking it he was in la you know mm-hmm. and i was raising our daughter and of course i was i knew this is the man that i'm gonna be with i you know i don't need to look no more when you got the best you don't need the rest you don't need the rest amen mm-hmm. you know and i've been i've been challenged i've been told you know well you just sound like you was just letting him do whatever and you was just sitting there until i speak to the women and then they're like oh now i understand and i I said, no, I'm no different than anybody else. It wasn't because he was in the NBA. It was because I knew the man before that. On top of that, I loved his soul. So whether they whether they didn't have him in the NBA or not, that's who I wanted to spend my life with. And I've always told him that that wasn't the NBA is not a guarantee. You know, it's the character of the person. And so I, you know, I told him, and I used to send him cards and stuff, and I'd sign, you know, I love you, Jackie Christie, and he'd send back a card with, okay, girl, you better quit playing. You ain't Jackie Christie, you know, and mm-hmm. things like that. And I'd question, you know, are you? I heard you was out of the club, and was you dancing with a girl, and are you dating other people? And he would always say, you know what, stay out of my business. That's <laughs> and he used to say, you know, the key word here is is wife. And until you become my wife, you really can't ask me that. Oh, so he is so a very aggressive personality man then. Oh, yeah, Doug. And, you know, it's funny because people always say, oh, well, he's this and he's that. And I laugh and I go. Because they don't know him. You know how that goes. That's right. You don't know him. And he made a decision. He said, "I'm gonna when I marry you, and he told me that day, he said, you never, ever will have to worry about me disrespecting you or anything of the sort. I'm not going to fool around. I'm not going to go out and, you know, none of this stuff. And he hasn't. And so, that's what is so appealing to them. That is great. But, Doug, what made this woman the one? Like, that's what a single woman need to know. How, what made her the one? I mean, you in the NBA, you see a lot of little coochie-lookies around. You know what you see. Right, right. What no. made her, like, because, like, I look at y'all relationship in a different way, maybe because I'm a sociology major and a writer as well. I look at it on a more deeper spiritual, this is my family. I don't look at it like you're whipped. You know what I mean? I look at it like this is my family. It's nothing against the grain. So yeah. what? made her, you know, be that one that you'd be like, you know what, this is my woman, it don't, I don't even want to hear nothing, you know, what was that? I, I would say, obviously, when you first, when I first met my wife, visually, she's attractive. So yeah, here we cute. go, we're, we're attracted visually, but what really got me and what made me understand is that she was always by my side. She understood me in a different way, and I, sometimes I can't put it into words because it's a soul thing. It's mm-hmm. something that's inside that I don't care what anybody says. You could say I'm a punk, I'm whipped, I'm whatever, but you know what? A real man stands up for his family. A real man has his family's back. A real man makes sure that his kids are taken care of. A real man is going to make sure that day in and day out, everything that his wife needs, he's going to try to give it to her. That's now, right. I, I, may, I may fall short here and there, but you know what? Every day, we're working together to make sure that we overcome any obstacles that we face. And that whole thing that I try to try to explain, and it's hard to explain, is the fact that I know inside of me that she has my back. And if you've never experienced that in your life, well, then you're just not going to understand where exactly I'm Exactly what it is. Right. But I thank you guys for answering my questions. I, I want to email you, Jackie, so oh, we can yeah. definitely keep in touch. Um, what is the email address that we need yes, to send email? Email us at S-A-L-E-S okay. mm-hmm. at JackieChristie.com. That's sales at JackieChristie.com. Yeah, just checked it out. Okay, you guys, make sure you, you know, I'm going to cop the book. Make sure you guys definitely keep in touch. Thank you so much. Bye, darlings. Okay, bye. That was a good caller. Yeah, and you know what? And we want everybody out there. I hope you guys was listening. You're enjoying it. Call in. We got more callers on the line. Some people are just kind of chilling, listening to it. That's fine. But we want to share with you our relationship and how, you know, we made it to where we've made it to because that is a question and a lot of ladies want to know. A lot of guys want to yeah. know, but the guys are not going to call in and say, how do I do this? 
We may get some here and there, but more or less they're just listening. And if you're just listening, I hope you're taking from our conversation. One thing that my husband said that I want to make sure everyone understands is when he says he may fall short, he's not saying he's not doing his part. He's saying maybe I'm feeling, as a woman, I'm feeling womanly things. You know, maybe it's that, you know, hormonal time or something. And, you know, I'm just, nothing he says or does is is making me smile. Well, it's making me smile, but maybe not outwardly. That's what he's saying. You can't change how a person feels. You can't make them happy. All you can do is be good to them, and they have to make themselves happy. So he's never falling short. I want that definitely made clear to everybody out there that's listening to our show that my husband is the utmost. He is my prince, and I'm very, very happy to be his wife. Thank you, darling. You I are very welcome. That. Thank you very much. We have any more callers? Yes, we have a few callers on the line, and we also, um, we also, I want to give a shout out to Blog Talk Radio. Um, it is just, it's awesome being here, being a part of this whole family. They are awesome. They are the best. Anybody out there thinking about doing a radio show, you definitely need to hit up Blog Talk Radio and talk to them because it is, it's just a fantastic place to be. I find us looking forward to doing our shows, and we're going to be here, and you can check us out every. Saturday, 5 o'clock, we'll be right here talking to you. Some shows, once Doug starts playing again, will be pre-recorded, and he can't be there with you. But for now, you're getting him live, so feel free to call in and talk to him, ask him any questions you want to ask him. This is a little different because usually you can't talk to the athlete, but this this person has made itself available to you. And that's 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. At any time, you can reach us, 317-215-8305. Oh, you know the number by heart. You didn't even look at it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you my trick of the trade for that. <laughs> and we, we're interested in hearing how everybody's Halloween went, so definitely email us, tell us your stories. Tell them what um, I did to Shannon. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you guys a story, what my husband did to our daughter. She's afraid of Michael Myers. So he goes, we have a Michael Myers mask, and it has hair coming out the top of it, and it is the grossest thing. It's scary looking. And he had on this Army fatigue jumpsuit that he bought because we love fatigues and that kind of thing. And he had that on, and I was calling him because I wanted, you know, all the kids were coming to the kitchen for our Halloween party, and he wasn't answering me. So I'm like, honey, honey, where are you? Where are you? And I go into the room, and I don't see him. So then I hear something shuffling around in the garage, and I go around the corner, and I just must have hit the floor laughing because he was standing there all weird with a fake butcher knife with fake blood on it with this mask on and this hair sticking up with that jumpsuit on not moving, doing just like Michael Myers. You guys, you know you saw the movie. So he was standing there just like in the movie, and I just had to laugh. I was scared, and it was funny at the same time. So I'm like, oh, you're nuts. You are crazy. And he's like, get the camera, get the camera. So, of course, I ran shuffling through the house. We're looking for our camera and stuff. We find it, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to go around the back of the house. You get everybody in the kitchen, and don't tell them what I'm doing, and I'll do it. I'll handle it from there. So, of course, I go, and I get all the kids, gather them up. Come on to the kitchen, everybody. Come on, Mom. Let's have the party. So they all come in there. Shani, she's kind of smart, so she walks past the pantry, and she goes, hmm, I think you guys are trying to scare me. I'm like, Shani, come on. No. I said, Dad's down there getting ready. Come on, honey. Come on down. So they think he's coming down the hall. Well, all of a sudden, they're standing around the table, and he knocks on the window, and everybody starts screaming, and Shani turns around, and she's so upset, she couldn't even move. All she could do was shake her head. It was hilarious, you guys. It was hilarious, and she was so mad. It almost ruined the party. But she goes, you know what, you guys? I'm going to get you. I'm going to get each and every one of you one by one. And what so. she did from there was she, she now she wants to scare our son. She said, Dad, since you took it out on me, I'm going to take it out on Douglas. And Douglas had a heck of a nice Halloween night, y'all, because he, he doesn't like spiders. And she was throwing fake spiders around. And, oh, my God, we had to settle that boy down with some some candy. Oh, yes. Oh, and, and that's something you don't want to give your child, by the way, at 8 o'clock at night or later. No, in fact, 6 o'clock. Don't give them no sweets. Oh, that's Do not give them no sweets. But anyway, back to, um, you know, just talking to you guys about our show. We want to let you guys know we got some fantastic guests coming on to our show. If you are a Cornell West fan, expect to hear him live on our show exclusively oh, yeah. with us. Coming in the next couple of weeks, he would be on here now, but he's in Germany. He is a fantastic author and poet, and just he's an acclaimed man, and it's going to be very special to interview him. Oh, that show will mainly great. be my husband, and he's currently reading his book. What's his book, Beth? 
Democracy Matters. Democracy yes. Matters, and he also has a book called Race Matters. Yes. You really should go out and pick that up. Cornell West is going to be the man. You're going to want to call in. You're going to want to talk to him. You're going to want to interact with this person. We also have some celebrities going to be on our show, actors, actresses. If you got questions for them and you always wanted to talk one-on-one to them, feel free. The lines will be open. You're welcome to call them as well. I don't know how much information they're willing to give you, though, because, see, some people are different. You know, we we don't mind opening up to you and, and letting you know. And then we also have some music guests, some music artists are going to be coming on. And we have, you know, just different people. We just want to make it be really, really um, interactive. We want you guys to feel that you can call and you can talk to um, our guests at any time. You can ask them questions, but again, I must say, we have to give you the disclosure of we don't know how open they're going to be willing to be about their private lives, but I'm sure anything to do with their personal lives will be definitely on the table. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. There's going to be some people that comes on that I personally, as a fan, want to ask a million and one questions. Who, baby, so, who? Tell me who. So, well, well, Dr. West, to be first yes, and foremost, yes. I can't wait to speak to him. So well, that that's going to be a fantastic one. But, uh, you know, she, the, the lady was talking earlier about, you know, relationships and all of that. And I, I got one more question for you because I got my pen and paper out over here. So Please. I want to know this answer. Okay, to you, baby. Here you go. What is... Your perfect romantic evening. I got my pencil and paper out over here, so I want to know because... Okay. Okay, I, I need to know. Romance, talk okay. to me. I mean, my perfect romantic evening would be, okay. and I'm not just saying this because you on the phone with me and you my co-host and you my husband, and I know when we hang up you'll cuss me out. No. <laughs> no even if you are, that's I'm okay because playing. I want to know. I got I'm my, just playing. I'm right. I, w- I think that my most romantic evening would definitely be spent... After the kids are in bed and had their baths and had their day with mommy and daddy mm-hmm. and they're relaxing with grandma down on her wing of the house, okay. my perfect evening would be sitting down with a glass of wine okay. and having wine. some cheese and some grapes. Cheese, grapes, uh-huh. You know, rapping with you and talking to you about our life and our our life plans and goals that we want to reach. And, you know, then I think... We would take it from there, and we would take it to the theater. <clears throat> and if you don't have a theater, when I say theater, I'm not talking about theater literally. I'm talking about room with a TV in it, couches, blankets, snuggle time. I would do that, and we would watch Scarface, or <laughs> or we would watch um, Best Man. That's a beautiful uh, movie that I love watching. That's my other favorite. So my husband never asked me what my second favorite was. The Best Man definitely is the top top priority for me. So we would watch that, and then maybe we would just sit and talk and maybe play a game of cards, you know, or dominoes. You know, we know who's the best. You know, you've always been the best, quote-unquote, but I'm coming up on you. I just want to let you know that soon I'm going to have that title. Uh, that's going to be a bad thing. <laughs> when you get beat by your wife in dominoes, that's going to be a bad, bad day because she's going to talk till the cows come home. But I'm going to try to hold it down as long as I can. Yeah, definitely. And so that would be my perfect evening. And then just, you know, getting some good rest and Waking up the next day to our family and to all the people out there that, you know, care about each other because we definitely advocate that. And speaking on that, uh, I want to take a few minutes to talk about what one of the causes is that we stand, that we are fighting right now, and that's HIV and AIDS. I want to make sure we don't forget about that. So every show we're going to talk a little bit about that. We um, just started our foundation for that specifically. We've always had the Christie Infinite Love Foundation, but now we have the Infinite Love Foundation HIV and Awareness. And you can go to that by putting in infinitelovefoundation.com, and you can find out a little bit more about what we're going to be dealing with and fighting and standing for and educating and empowering people to have more knowledge about the disease. You can go there and get more information. So I just wanted to definitely tell you guys that we're looking forward to the event in Washington, D.C. For all of our Washington, D.C. listeners or Maryland or people on the East Coast that can make it out to that event at Hillcrest, Recreation Center, please come on down. It starts at 2 o'clock, and we are going to definitely be empowering and educating and spending some good time and having some snacks and just enjoying each other's company and really just, you know, banding together um, to fight HIV and AIDS. 
Yes, and our daughter, Chantel Christie, is the national spokesperson for Metro Teen AIDS and HIV, and we are so, so proud of her for stepping up to the plate and trying to educate not only herself but her peers at the same time. Oh, that's beautiful, baby, and that's real. And I also wanted to share that we've all you people out there that emailed us after the last show when we talked about it, I tried to email you all back. It was so many. Some I may have missed. I will be getting back to you. So if you're listening to the show, know that we I thank you for it, and I've read a lot of them to her, and she's appreciative of them as well, and she says thank you. All of your guys' support is fantastic and phenomenal, and just know, and if you can, everybody out there, pick up a book. Go online. There's a ton of information at the CDC. That's the Center for Disease Control. You can go on there and push the button, the little uh, dot, and it says HIV and AIDS information, basic information, and you can find out anything you need to know. Um, but there's a lot of people out there infected with it, and you know, we being a family that that is fortunate enough, you know, that we have we don't have that infection and are not at high risk for it, we we still want everybody out there that may be living with it to know we care and we're gonna try to help you and we're gonna try to bring. Uh, attention and awareness to it, and you're not any different than the rest of us. We're all human beings. Some people caught it maybe when they were born, you know, through their through the birth canal. You know, it's all different kind of ways to attract it. But everybody out there, especially African American people, that is one of the highest areas where it's prominent. We have to do something about it. We can start working with it now. So that's that's what we wanted to talk about as far as AIDS goes and. If you got any questions, you you know, welcome to call in. If you want to talk about it, you're welcome to call in. We will be doing a segment on it every show, you know, for the full year of 2008 as well. It's a cause that's close to our hearts. No question. We're going to keep attention on it every every night on Saturdays that that we're on. We're going to touch it just so that you guys keep it on your mind so that you're knowing we don't want out there having unprotected sex. We have to make sure that we are doing all the steps. Of course, abstinence is the best way, but we understand the, the world today, and we, underst- we understand also that you can't tell if someone has it by looking at them. You have beautiful people, male and female, out there who are infected, and you wouldn't have any idea. So don't think just because of the looks that someone may be infected with it, and you've you got to take care of yourself because ultimately, you want to be there for your family, you want to be there for your wife, for your children, and raise them, educate them, and always, always put yourself first in that realm and make sure that you're doing the right thing. That's right, and I have one more thing that I have to talk to you about, honey, and that's fashion. Uh That's something that we love, and a lot of questions have come up about that as well, and they want to know what is our picks for this winter for guys and what is the picks for girls. So I'll let you do the guys what you think is five things that guys must have in their wardrobe, and I'll do the women's. Well, first of all, I would have to say for guys, my thing is always comfort. I don't really too much care what it looks like because if you're comfortable in it, you're going to make it look nice. But I would have to say, first and foremost, you get yourself a quality pair of jeans, something that you just love that fits well on you. If you're in a cold climate, you're always going to have to make sure that you have something as far as a a nice coat. But I'm looking at vests. Uh I I enjoy vests, whether they're down vests, whether they're sweater vests, whatever they are, you've got to make them, make them look nice. Uh, Always, I would say... Prada shoe is one of my favorite. I, I love it. Maybe it's my foot. fits fantastic on me. And uh, quality belt and a skull, scully cap, one of my favorites. Something nice, cashmere would be probably my choice because it feels so nice on your skin. Okay, now I have questions for you that I'm going to pose. Mm-hmm. When you say skull caps, you don't mean just the kind that fit, you know, like cashmere. Even like wool ones would work. Is there a certain color you would recommend for guys to have or just more neutral? Well, you know me. My favorite color is green, so I'm going to have to say that green would be the way to go. Whether dark that's, green, though. No. Whether it's olive green, dark <laughs> green, lime green, green, okay, green. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I would say for ladies, these are my five picks. I would say you definitely need to have a pair of knee-high boots. Uh-oh. I'm a boot girl. Doug will tell you, ever since we got married, I've had me a pair of black boots every year, whether they be heels or flats. you got to have a pair that zip up and they come to your knee. They could be leather. They could be, you know, canvas, whatever is your preference. 
Um, they have some cute Adidas tennis shoe style boots that tie up, you know, the Missy Elliott flavor. They are off of the chain. So I would say you definitely got to have a pair of knee-high boots. I would say you also have to have a trench coat. They brought back the trench coats nowadays, and I personally have one that I personally made in my collection, so I'm sorry, but I only made one of a kind on that one. So I was the lucky one, so I got that one. But they have Calvin Klein, they have Ann Klein, they have Nine West, everybody, all the way it runs the gamut. But get you a trench coat, and it can come to your knee or it can go past your knee, and it needs to have the belt, the whole Angelina Jolie flavor. It's really, really hot, and it will be great for this winter. Um, dark colors preferably, not whites. You know, there, there's a thing they call winter white, but I, I don't believe in that. A white trench coat with the mud slinging on it just ain't happening. Okay. And I would say, that's two, and I would say you'd have to have the hot pair of jeans, but not the jeans that they say anybody could fit, because if you're an African-American, you have a little bit of junk in the trunk. And when I say that, I mean you have more of a butt. You know, so you want to get jeans that will fit anyone's shape. So I would say stretch jeans, any kind of stretch jeans. And you can get them at Target all the way up to Neiman Marcus. They are everywhere. Get you one good, nice pair of jeans at least. And then I would say tennis shoes. Got to have a pair of running shoes. I'm a comfortable kind of girl, and I brought that whole tomboy theme from when I was younger to my adult age. And I love tennis shoes. Adidas is my favorite, but Nike will do. I love Nike, too. You know, my husband's been sponsored by both of them, and I've worn both of their shoes, and I love both of them. So, um, But Adidas right now is what I have mostly in my closet. And, oh, my God, I can't even go to name and off the, the shoes because they come up with creative names every year. But I like the Stella McCartney line. And then I would say a nice pair of gloves. Women really aren't in the hats too much, but gloves we definitely love. So get you a nice pair of lambskin gloves, something soft. Get a size too big because if you have a ring, you don't want it to get caught in there and end up yanking your stone out, or you don't want it to be uncomfortable. So is that why your your hands be so soft? Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. And I use, oh, let's, I'm glad you said that. That leads me to our beauty segment and Vaseline and not what some people might think. I use petroleum jelly for my skin, my hands, everything to keep them soft. And my husband uses it once a year because he doesn't believe in putting things on his skin. But he has finally tried it last summer, and he actually liked it. He always thought it would feel sticky. Tell him what and you did to said, me. Tell him. He, um, I bought him some stuff for his bath. And he took a bath, and it made him itch. It was a new line of seaweed, because we take baths and seaweed and stuff like that, you know, the whole holistic thing. We'll talk about that on another show, so you've got to tune in. But my husband took the bath, and he, he stayed in the bath for a long time, and then when he got out, he was itching like crazy, and I laughed till I couldn't see straight, because it was so funny. And he said, oh, that's it. And he went and he lotioned himself down with Vaseline, and then he dried himself off with a towel, and then he took a shower, but the Vaseline lubricated his skin and stopped the itching, and he's been a Vaseline fan ever since. Yeah, and it made him super soft. He's always been soft, but he's really soft now. So men and women, you can use Vaseline. No and, honey, question. what's a beauty thing you have for guys? Well, I would have to say that would be the baths, and you said don't touch on that, so I'm not <laughs> going to touch it with a 10-foot pole, but we're going to get into that in another segment, no question about oh, that. But goodness. I would have to say that you have turned me, Vaseline is, is a big thing from your feet to your head to your fingers, any and yeah. everywhere, it, it will make you soft, no question. Uh, I always wanted to know how you're so soft, baby, and Thank now you. I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> and on top of that, ladies, too, it's a great makeup remover. I know there's a lot of makeup removers out there. I'm not trying to tell you not to buy your favorite one or the one that you grew up with, but try Vaseline to take that mascara off. You'd be surprised, but don't goop it on. Just take it, put a little bit on a paper towel, wipe your eyes where the, the mascara is, and it wipes it right off. Then, of course, you've got to wash your face, but... You know, it's a, it's a good makeup remover that I learned um, when I was a lot younger when I was modeling, and my sister does that still to this day, one of my sisters. So um, we just want to thank you guys. We've had a wonderful time with you today, and, again, it's just so enjoyable. We look forward to conversating and talking with you and the callers that called in and spoke to us and just all the people that's emailing and chatting and going on. It's just it's a beautiful thing. And um, join us again on next Saturday um, we will have our surprise guests that will head up our celebrity interview section, and we'll probably have someone on every week for the next four weeks. Um, and God bless. Take care of yourselves. And always remember you can reach us at infinitelovepublishing.com. 
or our MySpace, and you can just type in Doug Christie, and it will bring you right to our page. And make sure it has a cover of our book, No Ordinary Love, on it, because that's the official one. Someone has started, I guess this means that we're celebrities now, you guys, because somebody started a MySpace that isn't us. It's a picture of us, but it's not the official one. So make sure you go to the one that has the cover of our book, and that is us. Jackie, I told you I was only (laughs) kidding. I was only kidding. Stop it. That would be Mr. Christie, and he wants to tell you guys we're going to watch Scarface tonight. So enjoy your weekend. Be safe, and, uh, and we'll talk to you Saturday. Peace out. Did we do good? Hello? <laughs> hey, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.